Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks to me. And thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. Hey, it's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast, shining a light on bright ideas. Today, part two with Dre Baldwin. He goes by Dre all day. And we started part one two days ago, uh, talking about his new book, The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. I'd highly suggest you go back and listen to that episode first before you get in today, because we are right in the middle of his new book. And today we're talking about how you apply the concepts. So man, let's dive in. First question is, let's, let's walk through the first seven steps to how you bring this to life, starting with step number one. Okay, I'm going to open the book and pull up that seven steps. I don't have I love it. But I can no. say it. Step one okay. is decide your being. <laughs> right, deciding your being. This is a, a really important point when whenever I talk about just personal growth, because if you could really take the whole work in your game philosophy and distill it down to one thing, it's really about personal growth. It's, it's personal development and professional development. And one thing that I tell people all the time, when it comes to you getting the results that you want in your life, the process is be, do, have in that order. Be, do, have. A lot of people, though, they do it in the wrong order. They decide what they want to achieve, their goals, and then they try to start doing hard work. That's a, a good amount of people, type people listen to the show. Many of them make that mistake. They say, OK, what do I need to do to achieve these goals? And they start working hard, working hard, working and they can do all this work, but they still don't get the results they want. And then they think there's something wrong with their process or something wrong with them or something wrong with the goal when, no, they just had the equation backwards. Then you have a few other people. They probably listen to ContenderCast who they say, <laughs> well, when I get the things that I when I get the things that I want in life, then I'll start working hard and then I'll you know, think about who I want to be as a person. We don't have to worry about them. They're not listening. But the people who really hit this on the head, they understand what they want in life. They first figure that out. Then they ask themselves, what am I willing to do to achieve it? That's the second step in the planning process. The third step in the planning process is asking yourself, who do I need to be? This is a question that many people never ask themselves. Who do I need to be as a person while I do the things that I do so that I can have what I want to have in life? And then you execute them in opposite directions. So you start by the being, then you go to the doing, and then you get to the having, right? So you plan it. Step three, step two, step one, then you execute step one, step two, step three. So the first thing is figure out who you need to be as a person as that relates to the third day. You know, some people say, well, Dre, I get the whole concept of going to the gym every day, but I'm not the type of person who goes to the gym every day. I'm not that type of person to wake up early and work out before work. I'm not that type of person to drink more water every day. I'm not that type of person to stay away from the candy aisle when I go to the grocery (laughs) store. I just, that's just not me. Now, what am I supposed to do about that? Well, Let's look at the process again. Be, do, have. I'm not telling you what to do. Let's talk about who you're being. Because right, that's right. step one. Who are you being? So change your self-image to this is who I am. I'm this type of person. Or I'm not the type of person who sleeps in every day. I'm not <laughs> right. the type of person who eats a whole bag of potato chips or a whole pint of ice cream while I'm watching Netflix. I am the type of person who does work out every day, even if it's just taking a walk. It's just changing your self-image. Because when you change your image of who you are as a person, the actions automatically follow the image. Your actions follow your image. So mm. whatever self-image you have, your actions will follow that. So the first step is who am I as a person? 
All right, so the second one. So we clear on the first one, Justin? Oh, yeah. We're good. What about your anchors? Right. Identify your anchors. The anchors. This is a this is a huge one when it comes to just discipline itself because everyone understands the concept of discipline and who doesn't want to be disciplined. Everybody wants to be disciplined on some level, even though they may be failing at it. They want it. So how can you be disciplined? How do you actually do this, Dre? The answer is you need to find something that is strong enough for you that you are willing to be disciplined in order to get it. And I call that the anchor. What do you Got care it. about enough that you're going to be disciplined to get it? So for example, let's say there's a, a woman who just got proposed to, she's going to get married and her wedding is in six months. And she looks at herself in the mirror and she doesn't like how she looks or how she's going to look in her wedding dress. And you know, those photos mean everything, right? And of she's going gown shopping and she doesn't like the gowns that she can fit into. She likes this other gown, but she can't fit into that one yet. What's she going to do about it? Now, the answer is she needs to lose 30 pounds. Challenge right. is she hates going to the gym. <laughs> right, she hates cardio. She hates doing burpees. She doesn't like doing push-ups. She doesn't like the boot camp class. She hates personal trainers yelling at her. She hates all of those things. The anchor means, the concept of the anchor is very simple, Justin. It's, yeah. does this woman care about looking beautiful in those wedding photos more than she hates the gym. Because if <laughs> this is stronger than this, then she will go to the gym. Now, if her hate for the gym is stronger than her need to look good in those photos, then she's not going to look good in the photos. So the anchor for each one of us is we got to figure out what do we care about enough that we're willing to deal with some things that we do not like, that may be just uncomfortable for us and inconvenient for us. What are we willing to deal with in order to get the outcome that we want. Because again, no matter what you do in life, there are some things you're going to have to deal with. Now you have to no have doubt. something that is strong enough that pulls you through those things in order for you to get to the outcomes that you want. And it can be different for every person, but you got to figure out what your anchors are that are going to move you to that action. So that's the yeah, second I love step. It. I love it. All right. So the third one is projecting your future. Projecting your future is asking yourself, all right, where am I going to be given these, the current disciplines, the current strategies, the current habits that I'm following. And what I explained in one of my earlier books, my book, Work On Your Game, I talk about how your habits are like employees. They're like your staff who works for you because 85% of our lives are based on habit, habit of thought, habits of action, habits of energy. So since 85% of your life is based on habits and we all have a general understanding that habits are unconscious things that we do, we're not even thinking about them, it's just the way that we are. That means the majority of your life is determined by things you're not even thinking about, by your habits. Therefore, they are creating the outcome of your life. And therefore, if you don't like any aspect of your life, that means there are habits that you have in that area of your life that are causing this situation, which means if you want to change something, you got to fire some of those habits and replace them with new employees. Or you could do some employee training, maybe some retraining and edit some of those habits, or you can bring in some new staff. Bring in some new habits. Everybody <laughs> understands it. that metaphor. So totally. projecting your future is really just thinking about uh, who's on your staff, even if it's just you by yourself, who's working for you and what kind of results are they producing? Look at your life. Those are the results that are being produced. All right, where do you need to fire some habits? Where do you need some new employees? That's projecting your future. Awesome. All right. The next one, decide your sacrifices. In other words, what are you going to have to give up? Yeah. Now this one's pretty simple. This one, I think most people can understand <laughs> off the surface. What yeah, are you going to give stop up? Doing? What are you, right. <laughs> yes. Right. What are you going to stop doing? Stop thinking, stop saying to yourself, who are you going to stop hanging with? Where are you going to stop going? Uh, how much Netflix are you willing to give up in order to get the results that you want 
in your life. That's deciding to sacrifice. Everything is the concept of sacrifice. And here's no the thing that I tell people, Justin, it's a big thing, is that the current self that each of us is, looking at and then looking at the future self, which is usually a higher level than where we are right now. Again, for people who listen to this show, everybody wants to go to a higher level, is that the majority of the change that we need to make to go from here to there is not an addition. It's usually a subtraction. Usually things we need to do less of. People Got we it. need to get rid of. Actions we need to stop taking. Not we need to do more. It's usually we need to do less so that we free up resources to give to the things that we know are working. This is basically Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule. What's working for us all right, and what is not working, but we keep giving time to it. How about we just get rid of those and then we can focus on the things that actually work and that'll take us where we want to go. Love it. Love it. All right, cool. We're making progress here. Um, step five, make it easy. Yes. How do I make it easy? Making it easy. Make it easy by setting up your plan and strategy ahead of time. Professionals, you know, what? one thing that's a mark of a professional is that they're always prepared. Professionals prepare ahead of time. Professional athlete does not show up to the game and then say, oh, who are we? Oh, the Bears? All right, who's their quarterback? All right, what kind of defense do they run? All right, what do they, what do they have going on? No, no professional team shows up not knowing they don't they don't know show up they don't show up without a game plan. Every no athlete doubt. has a game plan. Every athlete, this is why I told you with athletes, our training to game ratio is about 10 to 1, 10 practices for every one game. And the reason for that is we are highly prepared for the game before the game. We don't just show up to the game and then figure out what to do. Amateurs show up to the game and then try to figure it out on the fly. The problem with that is, first of all, most of the time it doesn't work. Another problem is if it does work, then you're going to fool yourself into thinking you can keep doing that. You're going to develop some bad habits that will eventually hurt you. when You come across a professional who is prepared and then they're going to beat you. You think of think somebody like Mike Tyson when he lost to Buster Douglas because he was winning so often. He developed a bad habit of not preparing for his opponent and then he got knocked out. That's what happens. And that's that's the metaphor for what happens to people in life when they don't make it easy for themselves. They try to do everything on the fly and it doesn't work. So going back to our our bride uh, now <laughs> example yeah. yeah she wants to get in shape she wants to lose 30 pounds before her wedding okay then let's plan this out uh bride to be when are you going to go to the gym what time every day are you going to go to the gym are you going to wake up an hour earlier you're going to stay up an hour later you're going to go during your lunch break where's the gym at all right how are you going right. to get from the gym to your job are you going to go to the gym go back home take a shower then go to work how are you going to make this work how are you going to take the kids to school how are you going to have your quiet time at night with your fiance how are we going to make this work? We need to plan this and understand it now before we get to the situation. Every professional plans ahead of time for what they're going to do. Only amateurs figure it out on the go. I love that. Yeah. And that's how you make it easy. Um, two exactly. more. Um, the next one, installing accountability. I love this one. In my mind, it's like, yes. who's going to hold you accountable? Exactly. This is, the, this is a big one, installing accountability. Because accountability can be, of course, it can be a, a person. So this is... And a lot of people who come to me for coaching, believe it or not, Justin, they come to me for accountability. I don't know if anybody can guess that, but they come to me for accountability <laughs> right. because I'm the type of person, they know me as the type of person who tells it to you straight. I'm not going to BS you. If you're not holding up your end of the bargain, I'm going to tell you, and we're going to talk about it until we figure it out. We're going to figure out all these steps that I'm talking about here. I go through this with the people who I coach. So accountability is a huge thing. You have a person who can hold you accountable. You can even have some type of a program or an app or even your calendar. I heard uh, the legend with Jerry Seinfeld. He says every day he writes at least one joke. He crossed it off on his calendar. And he doesn't want to break the streak. 
So he right. makes sure he writes a joke every single day. He did it for like 20 years. But that is wow. accountability. That alone is accountability, is knowing that you did that thing so that you keep that streak alive. So it can be a person. It can be a program. It can be you just writing something down in your notes. But you have to have something in place that is holding you accountable to make sure you are following through. Again, every professional has accountability in place. This is why professional athletes notice something. They all have coaches. Right? Entrepreneurs, right. <laughs> a lot of them have coaches. All right, musicians, right, mentors, Beyonce's, yeah. Yeah, Beyonce's the greatest singer in the world. She has a voice coach. Taylor Swift has a coach. All, right, all these people have coaches. People who do things at a high level have some kind of accountability installed, whether it's a mastermind group, you have a, a business colleague that you talk to once a week. Everyone who does things at a high level has some form of accountability installed in their life. Only amateurs do not. I love that. Yeah, and it's right. Anybody can have that, right? I mean, that's that's exactly. it's helpful to have it. Someone that's keeping you accountable. Um, last step is planning acknowledgement. Uh, you got to yeah. unpack this one for us. Yeah, planning acknowledgement is knowing ahead of time. Once you do get to, once you have reached your outcome, there has to be something that you give yourself. Give yourself some form of reward. Like I did this. I achieved this. I have a one of my coaching clients right now. He's going through seventy five hard, and he planned. At the end of his 75 days, you know what 75 hard is? Heard of it? No, please tell us what that means. Okay. 75 hard is a, a program that was created by a thought leader. I forget the guy's name. I think it's Andy Frisella. I think that's the guy who did it. And he has a podcast. He wrote a book about it, but it's basically a 75 day program where you're working out every day. You have to drink a gallon of water. You're not taking in any alcohol. You're not you no know, smoking Andy or Frisella. drinking anything. Yeah. yeah you're not Andy smoking Frisella. or drinking anything. Yep. It's basically a 75 day discipline and personal accountability program just to build up your discipline going through 75 hard days of working out drinking water you know waking up on time going to bed on time you no know, basic disciplines basically he just codified discipline and gave you a 75 day plan that anybody can follow so one of my coaching clients told me that he's going through 75 hard and on the 75th day he's planning a trip to like a vacation type of trip so that's basically going to be his reward Hard 75 days. Problem is, he told me last week that he had to start over. So I think he, oh, he broke no. his own promise. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. But the whole thing is, yeah, the problem is, I mean, the thing is, with kind of, when it comes to planning acknowledgement is this discipline thing. Sometimes when people are looking at this as a whole, they're like, all right, so wait, am I just signing up for a lifetime of being my own drill sergeant? Like, when do I get to have some fun here, Dre? And right. a planning acknowledgement is understanding that you can have your fun, quote unquote, is just, it's after the discipline. So for example, my advice is sometimes I like to eat candy. I haven't eaten candy in like a month, but I like to eat candy. But at the same time, at the same time, Justin, I work out every day. At the same time, I drink 200 ounces of water every day. And at the same time, I eat a a five ounce box of raw spinach every day. So I've earned my right to eat the candy. You understand? So the acknowledgement is Yes, I will have my vices. I'll have an ice cream sandwich. I'll have some some cake if I'm out at a restaurant. But I earned my right to. I paid for that in advance. I paid up front right. by doing all the other disciplined things. So planning that acknowledgement is that because we're human. No human is a robot. So I'm not telling you to be a robot. Just be a robot for long enough that you can be a human too. <laughs> right. I love it, man. <laughs> so cool. Um, it's been so great covering this content with you and like unpacking it um, in, in a way that's so applicable, I think, to anybody, not just athletes. Share with our audience like how they can connect with you. Where do they find more of your resources? Where can they find this book, etc.? Sure. Well, 
the place that I'm most active on a day-to-day basis is Instagram. My Instagram is at Dre Baldwin, just my full name, Dre Baldwin on Instagram. I have, I'm on every social media platform, not on TikTok. <laughs> I'm on everything else actively. So I post videos on YouTube every day. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, and um, Instagram, as I said. So you can find me on all those, whichever you prefer. This book, The Third Day, I don't know if we mentioned it, Justin, but I give people this book for free. All you do is cover the shipping. So I will send you a free physical copy of the book. All you're going to do is help us out by covering the shipping for the book. Just tell us where to send it by going to thirddaybook.com. Thirddaybook.com. That's where you get your free copy of this book. Again, just cover the shipping. And the other thing is I am offering right now, I'm offering anyone who's listening to your show, just for your listeners, they can get a free 30-minute Zoom call with me. We can talk oh, about your accountability, with about your strategizing cool. and what you're working on right now. That is at workonyourgameuniversity.com slash contender. Only love it. Cast listeners. So workonyourgameuniversity.com slash contender. I love it, man. This is so cool. I'm excited. Um, it's been great having you back on. I mean, this got we got to do more of this. I mean, we cannot wait yeah. so much time, let so much time go by before you're coming back on. This has been yeah, amazing. Right, once a year. I'm yeah. serious. <laughs> At least it's good, <laughs> man. Too. Hey, listen, it's been so great having you um, on again. Thank you for the amazing content and uh, looking forward to having you back. Of course, man. Thank you for having me on again. Thank you for sharing the platform. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.